Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, July 15th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, why both Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell think the fight over infrastructure and the budget resolution is going well. Number two, House Dems to watch on the $3.5 trillion budget resolution. And number three, Senator Josh Hawley's big fundraising haul. All right, Jake, let's get into it. The top story in Punchbowl News AM this morning is a look at how both Schumer and Mitch McConnell could think that the fight is going well. Yeah, so um, we're in the middle of a long fight here, as we talk about every day, the budget and infrastructure fight. And um, we thought we'd peel back the curtain this morning on why both sides think the fight's going well. So Schumer... um, Uh, his overwhelming conviction at the moment is that this is going to be a long road. But think about what he's done. He's got all Democrats to not draw red lines. He has a Democratic caucus that's ready to do big things and that recognizes this is a moment in which big things can happen, which is incredibly important. Um, Not, you know, I would say at this point, um, they are, I mean, they're gearing up to spend another $4.1 trillion on top of the nearly $2 trillion they spent on the American Rescue Plan. So at, at this point, you know, he has nobody saying no, which is amazing if you think about it, Anna, because you have you have a caucus of people uh, with at least Joe Manchin, Kirsten Cinema, Maggie Hassan, Mark Kelly, moderates who... If you ask them in 2010 or, or 2009 whether they would spend $4 trillion, they'd be like, no, 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 I'm cool. Um, but he doesn't have people saying that at this point. Yeah, it's. I think it's actually a really interesting uh, point that you're making here, which is you have Chuck Schumer in a role that he's never been before, right? He's an untested majority leader in this very, very tight majority, obviously, 50-50 Senate. But the fact that he has been able to just let everybody keep their powder dry, let's see what the details are, there's skepticism uh, somewhat on the left, maybe somewhat among the moderates about how they're all going to get it done. But it's certainly a victory in the interim. Because if any one of those senators that you just mentioned said, you know what, nope, not going to do it, that would put the entire process, you know, basically screeching to a halt. All right, let's look at Mitch McConnell, because at the same time, he also feels pretty good about where things are. He does. Um, uh, and you make a good point, Anna. No one could take a pass here. But yes, you're absolutely right. And Mitch McConnell, here's why he feels good. Because the same reason that Schumer feels good, because Democrats are lining up to pa- to pass a $4.1 trillion spending b- bill after $2 trillion of COVID relief. And this includes tax hikes, and it's being driven by Bernie Sanders. And <laughs> I mean, all of those things are like, Christmas every day. I and I've spent too many Christmases with with Mitch McConnell, but it's like Christmas every day for McConnell. I mean, but there are two ways that this go. Uh, we were just talking to somebody the other day, um, a Republican who said there's there's two ways that this goes. Either they pass it and we nail them for passing it and say four point one trillion dollars is way too much money, or they fail and we say they can't govern. <laughs> so that's like a pretty. I mean, this is. This is pretty grim politics. I understand that. But like, that's what Republicans think. And they and and they say on top of uh, on top of inflation and all the things that are going on in the economy. I mean, they feel pretty good about the politics that they are going to oppose the large package.
package. While, by the way, at, at, some of them are going to support the um, the uh, uh, the smaller package, the um, uh, infrastructure bipartisan infrastructure package. And even if they don't pass that, not sure they're going to pass that. Even if they don't pass that, they could say they tried. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the day. Infrastructure, House, we've talked so much about the Senate, right? Because that's where all the action is right now. But House Democrats are going to be in a very tough position when it comes to this $3.5 trillion budget resolution at the time when Pelosi, you know, would potentially take this up if it goes anywhere in the Senate. She's going to probably have a three-seat majority, which is, uh, you know, razor, razor thin, I mean... uh, almost ungovernable. It's hard to see how she does it. I don't ever count her out. But let's talk about some of these Democrats to watch when it comes to this budget resolution. Yeah. So one thing that was interesting is we have this quote that I think is going to get a lot of attention today. And I, I hope it does because it's an interesting quote. Here's This is from a House Democratic moderate. Given red hot inflationary pressures and our strong desire to keep the House blue, a gargantuan $3.5 trillion package with massive new taxes is a non-starter for many of us. And I predict it would go down in a blaze of, go- of glory. That So that's a House Democratic moderate, uh, a lawmaker. Um, uh who is predicting this is going to go down. So listen, Pelosi's got, I mean, 50-50 Senate, three-seat majority. They've got no room for maneuver here, zero. So they, there's the moderate Ted case of Hawaii, Jared Golden of Maine, Kurt Schrader of, of Oregon, uh, Blue Dogs like Stephanie Murphy, um, the Problem Solvers Caucus. And I mean, there's just so many tripwires here for Democrats. And I think we're like, you know, when everyone blasted out the other day, agreement, Democrats have agreement on a budget. Like that agreement was with Democrats on the budget committee. Like, let's remember that. This is like an agreement among a couple people um, in the Senate. With no details also. I mean, With no details (laughs) at this point. Like, cool. I, great. You know, congratulations as, as my people would say, mazel tov. But I don't really understand why people are not understanding how difficult this is and how, how there are just, again, four people in the house and this thing goes down. Well, and just even that quote alone, it was was <laughs> throwing more cold water on it than what we've seen in the, in the Senate, honestly, where you see a lot more kind of people trying to find a way forward. But I think it's just much more of the reality, frankly, of the fact that, you know, not only are you going to have all those moderates, but then at the same time, how do you keep the AOCs of the world in line? We've started to see certainly the squad plus um, side of things, you know, be willing and, and frankly able to to put a halt to business on the House floor. They did it when it came down to the $2 billion capital security funding bill in May. Um, You know, I I think that's going to be another key faction to watch and certainly how Pelosi maneuvers around this. So far, all eyes are on the Senate, so she can kind of take a little bit of a step back, but it's going to be, what a big hurdle. I mean, I I don't know in our time covering the... House and Senate, we've seen anything more massive in terms of looking at how leadership actually is going to have to operate. Yeah, that's that's right. And I mean, again, like if you're somebody who's watching this and listening to this podcast and, and is curious about the process and about pu- public policy, just don't anticipate this any anytime soon. This is a big, this is a very big, very long process that's going to be very bumpy. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the day, the money game. Senator Josh Hawley, the Republican from Missouri, 
raised $2 million in the second quarter of this year, uh, brings him to a total of $5 million for the year. This is all after the January 6th attack, which I think is really important to ground uh, this item in because certainly he was in the middle of all of that, but continuing to raise a lot of money. Yeah, that's right. Um, and um, I think that uh, a few a few thoughts here. The, the big picture here is like million to $2 million quarters are just becoming standard fare in political fundraising, which is crazy because Hawley is not up for re-election, I don't think. Um, he's not up He's not up for re-election. And um, uh, the other Missouri Senate seat is up for re-election, is up for, for election because uh, 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 Roy Blunt is retiring. So, like, it's just crazy how everybody is just raising millions of dollars. Hawley's investing in small-dollar donors, which is interesting. I mean, listen to these numbers. Jim Jordan raised a million five last quarter. Hakeem Jeffries raised eight hundred twenty-seven thousand. A district that he's never going to be, you know, seriously, or he we don't think will be seriously challenged in. Ron Wyden raised a million five. I mean, just everybody is raising a million dollar, million dollars or million dollar quarters, um, which is just it's just absolutely wild. All right. One last note. We want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners. We are six months in business at Punchbowl News. We are so grateful to you. Last night, we threw a party, a summer soiree, as it were, Jake, uh, at the rooftop of Danny Meyer's Anchovy Social Restaurant in partnership with Clear. We I did a short fireside chat with Karen Seaman Becker, the CEO of Clear, recently went public in a $4.5 billion IPO. It was a big night. We announced a big number for ourselves. I'll let you drum roll. Tell everyone what it was. I'm not sure if you could hear me drumming on my desk, but um, 100,000 subscribers, six months, 100,000 subscribers. Very cool. We're very fortunate, very lucky, very thankful for our readers of Punchbowl News. Punchbowl.news is where you subscribe, as you know, because you listen every day. Um, and I don't, um, I, I mean, Anna, I think we could say um, we're not we're not letting out a secret here. We did not think we would. This is where we would be when we launched this company in January. Um, and we're super uh, again, grateful for the support. Yes, and thank you so much for listening as well. You can leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.